This is 10 for Tweens. The Empowerful Girls podcast that reinforces tween self-esteem in 10 minutes. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hey girls, you're listening to episode 20 of 10 for Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I honestly love when you reach out and ask me to cover a topic that you need guidance with. And a fellow Empowerful Girl named Brea did just that. She said she's been dealing with a lot of change and moving lately. And Brea, I hear you. And I imagine a lot of you girls do too. School just started here in Las Vegas, which brings a lot of change. And you may be facing other changes in your life with your friends, your family, your home, your activities, your routine, your responsibilities, and even physical or emotional changes in yourself. Change has been shaking up people's lives forever. Over 2,500 years ago, the Greek philosopher Heraclitus said that change is the only constant in life. Now, think about what life was like for the girls your age that were growing up in his village around the year 500 BC. Even though their day-to-day life would seem quite simple to us, I'm sure those girls felt like they were dealing with a lot of change in their lives then. And they didn't have the fast-paced, digital, on-demand, continuously evolving information and events kind of life that you do. Hands down, you girls are faced with more changes that in turn become more stressors, more pressures, more expectations, more options, more obstacles, more changes than any other generation before you. Sometimes change feels stressful uncomfortable, difficult, and it makes you worry about what's going to happen. You may also feel frustrated, like that you're having trouble adapting to change. Uh, Why is this so hard for me? Or I should be able to handle this. You might even feel like you have to stuff down your feelings and force a smile through it, hiding how the change is affecting you. Those aren't your only options though. So the first tool I want to offer is treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would show to a friend if they were going through a rough time. This is called self-compassion. Give yourself credit for dealing with what you're faced with, all of the change surrounding you. Instead of criticizing or judging yourself for how you respond or react to what's happening in your life, recognize it. Tell yourself, like you would tell a friend, change is hard, so it makes sense that I'm having a hard time with change. This isn't something I've dealt with before, so naturally, I feel worried about what will happen. I didn't see that coming, so of course, I feel unprepared to handle it. It's okay that I'm not okay with this change right now. Just saying something like that is a way to show yourself compassion. Next tool, take a moment to be present with yourself. Breathe intentionally with purpose. Do a breathing exercise like we discussed in episode five, like box breaths where you um, 
breathe in for a count of four, hold for four, breathe out for four, hold for four, like a box. Breathing helps your brain calm down, which helps your body calm down. So listen to episode five for more on breathing techniques. And you could also practice mindfulness. That's where you pause for a few minutes just to notice what your senses experience inside you and around you. However it works for where you are. Stand, sit, or even lay down. And close your eyes if you want. And note without judgment what you sense. Meaning, if you hear your neighbor's dog barking, instead of feeling annoyed, note in your mind, barking. Um, So instead of judging the things that you sense, just be aware of them. Like, notice the feeling of the ground beneath you. Hard. Softness. Cool grass. Notice your lungs fill and release air as you breathe in, out. Sense uh, any heat you feel in your face, your heartbeat, uh, any tension in your neck or your shoulders and note them like warmth, beating, tension. Note any sounds you hear, traffic, leaves rustling, kids playing. This is a form of meditation, this mindfulness. It can help you center yourself so your head stops spinning and then you can address the change. With any change, there will be things that you can and can't control. And accepting what you can't control is difficult. Dr. Krista Neff taught in her book, Self-Compassion, that suffering equals pain times resistance. So the more you resist what's going on by telling yourself, oh, that shouldn't have happened, or it wasn't supposed to be this way, or why me, the more you will suffer. She quotes the Dalai Lama saying, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. So when you're faced with change, you need to access tools for control. Like we discussed in episode two, say what's going on with this change. Name your feelings and emotions you have because of it. It's okay to not be okay. Figure out what you can control. Maybe there is something that you can do about it. And also accept what you can't control so you won't suffer as much with the change. You can even write some affirmations about change and control and repeat them when you need a reminder. Here are some that I created. Change is a part of life. Everyone experiences change. I have faced change before and I am learning how to adapt to this change. Change may be painful and accepting change may help me suffer less. Some parts of change may be out of my control. Some parts may be within my control. I am always in control of how I respond to change. I can control my attitude and my choices. I can face new changes that come into my life. Change can help me grow. So again, you can use these affirmations that I've created. You can make your own. I would also recommend listening to episode 15 for more ideas on how to manage stress. 
Sometimes when we're in the thick of something difficult, we are so focused on the obstacle in front of us that we forget all of the hurdles we've cleared before. Oprah Winfrey shared that when you surrender and stop resisting and stop trying to change that which you cannot change and look at where you are and how far you've come and what you've accomplished, when you can claim that and see that the literal vibration of your life will change. I'm going to call this tool, remember how far you've come or Remember what you've already overcome. You may not have faced the change before, but you've made it past many other changes. You'll get through this one too. Change is the only constant in life, but change doesn't have to take over your life. Practice self-compassion. Be present with yourself and breathe Practice mindfulness, accept what you can't control, and focus on what you can control. Remember how far you've come and what you've already overcome. To help you remember all of this, I created a Cope With Change poster with these tools and the affirmations that you can print out, personalize, and post on your wall where you'll see it. Remember it, practice it, and believe it. That's the important part. I will link that file in the show notes post for this podcast episode, number 20, on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. A few of my favorite books that illustrate coping with change are Who Moved My Cheese for Kids by Dr. Spencer Johnson, Perfect Square by Michael Hall, and Wherever You Go by Pat Zietlow Miller. And if you're looking for a book that's more specific to the change that you're facing, I encourage you to check your local library. There are loads of books out there to help you with that change. And if you have favorites to add to this list or have a topic suggestion, I would love to hear from you. Send an email Tweens, get the okay from your parents. Um, Email hello at empowerfulgirls.com. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 20 of the 10 for Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.